Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. We all have certain words that just bother us. I knew a woman who hated the word tolerate. She was like, that's not ever what someone means. <laughs> I hate the word empower. Empower is a word that as soon as I hear it, I'm like, I got to pay close attention to make sure that you and I are talking about the same thing. And I feel like we all have words like that, that somebody says it and we're like, wait, I don't like that word. That word worries me. It's not always bad. Empower is sometimes great. Empowering certain people is great. I just empowered my children to clear their own dishes. But sometimes it's just a word that makes me curious. And that is what we are talking about today. We have the wonderful Sarah Stewart Holland from Pantsuit Politics on the podcast today. She's also the co-author of I Think You're Wrong, But I'm Listening. And she has a series of words, specifically cuss words, that are starting to bother her. And so We're going to talk about whether or not she should quit using those words. I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and this is Should I Quit? Hi, Sarah. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on our show. I had the honor of being on Pantsuit Politics a couple of months ago now, and it only seems fair that if I have the honor of going over to your house, I should host you at my house. We do think about Pantsuit Politics like our living room. And I have to tell you, we loved having you on the show. We have since formed a pretty robust group text that brings me a lot of joy. In fact, last night in my brand new for the new year gratitude journal, I wrote your name as one of my three things I'm grateful for. As I was doing my highlights of 2023 list, I put you and Beth on my gratitude list of like, that's a win for this year. So if people are wondering if we are as earnest in real life as we've seen, the answer is yes. Thank you not only for being a new gift in my life, but for letting me be so sappy so early on. I really appreciate it. I love it. I'm here for it. So what question are you considering today on Should I Quit? Okay. 
I was very excited for this challenge, and it took me a while to decide what I wanted to talk to you about. But then it hit me. I call that the Holy Spirit at work. You know, like the Holy Spirit just shows up and says, this is the question. I said, okay. Because I have been bounding this around a little bit. And my question is, should I quit cussing? Oh, wow. Okay. I have such a strong reaction. God, no. (laughs) But tell me, (laughs) say more. Okay. So (laughs) I'm a pretty prolific cusser. I love to cuss. Yeah. I mean, I've always been a cusser. When I had kids, my thing was like, they're adult words. I can say what I want, but you can't cuss because you're a child. So you can't use the adult words. So neither my husband nor I have ever really censored ourselves around our kids. And Vanessa, the the chickens are coming home to roost, okay? (laughs) I have an eight-year-old who will get mad at his 12-year-old brother and will unleash profanities the likes of which you've never seen, okay, or heard. And so I think part of it is I really hate to hear my kids cuss. Yeah. And the hard truth is I don't really like to hear other people cuss. Yep. My best friend and I were talking about this, and she said, you know, it's so true. It sounds harsh when other people say it, so it must sound harsh when I do it too. She's like, I struggle with that same exact thing, like— It must sound harsh because it sounds harsh to my ears when I hear it coming at me. And so I'm like in this space where I'm like, man, if I don't like to listen to cussing, should I cuss? So my family and I, in an effort to clean up at least our children's language, we have a cuss jar, but nobody has changed. So what we actually have is like everybody has their own like quarter dispenser. And so you get to keep the quarters at the end of the month that aren't in the quarter jar. So smart. We're playing around with what to do with the cussing jar. My husband thinks we should donate it to the Trump campaign as like extra <gasps> punishment. I know. That's an appropriate <laughs> guess. We have not decided on that because the 14-year-old is like, absolutely not. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Should I quit cussing? Okay. Oh, my God. This is such a good question. Such a good question. Are you talking about like really even trying to censor yourself when you stub your toe and being like, sugar. No, but okay. I do like that. No. that. My best friend I was talking about forever, She, we were doing a puzzle that was just a just a, a witch of a puzzle. You see, you see what I did there? And she would go, <laughs> she'd give in, she'd go, curse word, curse word, curse word. Like she just would say curse word, which I thought yeah. was kind of hilarious. So it's like, there's almost a way to like make it more clever. But no, I would not like, should I bang my head on something? And I say... Son of a, I'm not going to, like, worry too much about this. It's more just in conversation. Mm-hmm. What What do you love about cussing? Because you talked about some of the negatives, that it, like, sounds harsh when other people say it. You can't stand listening to your kids doing it to each other. What are you like, but this is awesome about cussing? I think when I was in my 20s and I was raised Southern Baptist— my mother did not allow me to say shut up. It was not allowed. Like that, me either. That was the like level. Certainly no cuss words. Definitely Couldn't not. Couldn't say suck. Couldn't say shut up. No sucks. No shut up. So I think part of it was just like rebellion. It was my husband's a pretty prolific cusser. I've been with my husband since I was 19 years old. So, I mean, I don't want to blame him, but it's probably a lot of his fault. And... I think for a long time, if I'm being really honest, really, really honest, I think I thought it was sophisticated. I think I thought there Mm -hmm. was like a level of sophistication to it, especially the F word. And now maybe that's part of it, too. It's like it doesn't. Who cares? Like everyone uses it all the time. 
I feel like with the F word jumped the shark with Ted Lasso, this charming show where they dropped it like every other word. I remember maybe Ted Lasso was the first leak in the dam where I thought, what are we, what are we doing here? I would like to watch the show with my children. It's a charming, delightful, helpful show. But I can't because they're dropping the F-bomb all the time. Then I'm like, well, maybe they're just they're being honest. That's how adults talk. This is an adult. These are adults. Is it also just as silly to have a show where nobody cusses because that's not realistic either? I don't know. Maybe there's a happy medium I'm trying to find. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like you want to quit cussing, so I'm just going to keep pushing in the opposite direction for a little (laughs) while longer. Why are certain words taboo? I got to say, my stepdaughters will call each other stupid and ugly, and I will cry, right? Like, they are not cussing. And I'll be like, please don't say that to each other. Like, Don't talk about this child I love like that. They will be like, we're not hurt by it. And I'm like, but it hurts me. Mm -hmm. So we know that there are like non-swear words. That are mean. Yeah. And so part of me is like, we should talk about the spirit of the thing, not the words themselves. If the kids were like, you dumb shit. (laughs) Like, I don't know that that would bother me more, right? Like, it's about, I don't want them to be mean to each Mm -hmm. other. I want them to express their feelings. I want them to say, I find you frustrating right now, not you're dumb and ugly. Yeah. Like, why why these words? I mean, I think that... They still have heft. And if someone yells, fuck at you, it hurts. And I think maybe like in fights or like hearing my kids say it, just realizing like it has a force. I Maybe and especially with that word, mm-hmm. the emphasis, the meaning, the, the anger behind it is always just like, you don't matter. You're like worthless. You know, like there's just such heft to it. And I think that's true for a lot of words. Like, yeah, we've reclaimed bitch, but I don't want anybody calling me a bitch in anger or otherwise, honestly. Yeah. You know, I'm like, I sound like my grandmother who always said, like, they're ugly. And if you want to say something, say it better. Like, they're they're lazy words. That's what my grandmother, who was an English teacher, always said. They're lazy words. Yeah. So part of me is like, that's dumb. Because I'm with you, right? Like, I grew up the same. I was told that the words are lazy. I was not allowed to swear. There was a lot of conversation about what we as children were allowed to say. And there Mm -hmm. was, like, a very strict cutoff of you're not allowed to say certain things, certainly not to adults. And so part of me is, like, I I don't know if – why should certain words be taboo? And then the other part of me is, like, no, but there's hate speech. There are words that are hateful. And we shouldn't say those words. And it feels like swear words are sometimes taboo and fun and a way to, like, steal authority or claim authority. Mm -hmm. And other times are hateful. Yeah. And that's weird (laughs) that I'm like, I feel strongly about both. I think that's true. And I think the reason I want to be a better example is I cannot expect my eight-year-old to know the difference. Right. That involves a level of executive functioning he does not have. You know, like, I think that that line between when am I pushing the boundary versus when am I using it hatefully is a tough one. I think it's a tough one for especially kids. I mean, they're definitely doing it a lot just to push the boundaries. And I think with teenage boys in particular, and I have three sons, 
they want to push, and then they start pushing the boundary with, like, slurs and all kinds of stuff to try to get a reaction out of their friends. Right. And that's that's the thing. It's like when I cuss, when I'm just like, let's say in, I'm in my conversation with my friends, and I'm, like, trying to emphasize that I think this situation is ridiculous— to my own ears, when people do it, it's distracting. It's like a it's like a flag in football. Best says like she's like just somebody's thrown a flag to a lot of people's ears. Not everybody, but like I don't know. I, I I'm just I think I'm finding like I don't want that. And especially because you know in in our professional lives, like you just never know who people are listening with. Like so many of our listeners listen with kids. I don't want to drop that word in a way that they can't like they don't want their kids exposed to. That's always like kind of a tough one too. So I don't know. I don't know. So I really feel for you about wanting a a rule. Like, so I just don't swear. I do love a rule. But there are moments, right? I'll just tell you a story. This is a moment where I think swearing is awesome. Okay. SNL writer's room sometime in the 90s. Amy Poehler did something. I don't know what. that. And Jimmy Fallon said, don't do that. That's not ladylike. And she looked right at him and said, I could give a fuck what you think is ladylike. So that's one thing is like sometimes I think there's like actually a ton of power in it, especially when you are someone with less power talking to someone with more power, right? Mm -hmm. Like that you are actually, I'm going to bring you down a notch. Yep. Can we not pretend that something polite is happening here, right? I like that. I like that. I like cussing to not pretend that something polite is happening here. That I dig. I like that boundary. And then the other thing is that I just worry about. As someone who has similar sensibilities, I worry that we are being a little bit snobby. That we are like, well, there's a correct grammar for that. Because the lazy thing, right, that my mom, who's listening right now, and your grandma said, (laughs) that's not true. People who use swear words aren't lazy. And I want to keep picking at it Because I agree with you. I want to get rid of all of the hate speech. We don't want it used as a weapon. Right. But I don't want to look down on people who swear a lot. Yeah. Well, I think part of this, too, is definitely informed by the fact that I live in a house with all men. Mm -hmm. And so that's the thing. Like, I don't want my boys to lean on it as a way to express themselves. I want them to be able to articulate their feelings and say, you know, not just— Fuck you. But like, I am mad at you right now because of this. Right. (sighs) You know, and like the temptation to use it to take power Mm -hmm. is strong. And so I don't want them to use it because I think a power play is often it it is the easiest. And I would use the laziest way that they interact with each other is to instead of doing the hard work of connecting and figuring out what's going on, they just exert power over each other. Or as we say in our house, shit runs downhill. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I yell at the oldest, he yells at his middle, the middle yells at the young. You know, like, and you can just see it. It's so obvious every time. Yeah. And so I'm really trying to soften. That That's probably where the, the language work in our own household is coming from. Like, I'm really trying. I always say, like, you guys are hard-edged with me and everybody else. It's exhausting as the only women in the house, and I don't really think it's that great for you either. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of hard-edged language, hard-edged behavior, picking pranking, roasting, all of it, all the time. And it's exhausting. Yeah. And so I'm trying to find, like, some softening. How can we soften with each other? And there's nothing soft about cuss words. Yeah. Like, there's just not. So that's what I'm trying to find, like, kindness in our language. Like, if we want to be kind people in the world, 
is there a lot of room for cuss words? Like, yeah. I don't know yeah. if I'm prioritizing connection and how often that those words come in handy as a tool. Yeah. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Sarah, what I love about what you're saying is that cuss words have come to symbolize like this bigger issue with you, right? Which is like not being kind, reacting from a place of big emotion, and just grabbing the most hurtful thing that you can. It's yes. like why we want gun control. We shouldn't have access to these things when we're mad, right? Yeah. We're not trustworthy. I just keep wanting to find loopholes. Like, I can make my 11-year-old stepdaughter laugh if she does a really good move in a game. And I go, well, shit. <laughs> it is actually a connecting word in that moment. She potentially feels like I'm taking her seriously as an opponent in this game, right? Right, 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 right. I mean, what it really sounds like, though, is that you are being really thoughtful about the way that you raise young men. And you're looking around and you're like, oh, my kids are a different age and have different power. And this might need to change in our family. And we might need this rule in our family because there's a certain kind of young man who I want to raise. Right. That makes me tear up. I mean, for sure. That's definitely something I'm looking into. But, I, you know, always with them, I think I can tell them how to be or I can show them how to be. Right. And so... Always, it's harder to show them. Right. And so I want to just really question and, and scratch at my own behavior and make sure that I'm not asking them to do something I'm not doing. Right. And like, you know, that's that's the big one with screen time. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to show them what it looks like to have a healthy relationship with my phone. <laughs> I can't just bark at them to get off their screens. So I think I'm just questioning like, how can I show them this? How can I show that, like, we don't, I don't need to depend on these. Neither do you. And it's, you know, listen, the curse store has many, many quarters in it. Mm -hmm. Everybody's cussed. Everybody's gotten mad. Everybody said, okay, I didn't mean to do that. And I think it's kind of been interesting to see how easy it is to do, how quickly they come out, how mindlessly. Yeah. They happen, especially like when in the first couple of days with me and my husband and we were walking around the neighborhood and just having a normal conversation. Like it was just a normal conversation. 
And I guess, I mean, there's probably a little bit of me that's like, there's some professional development in here. Like, if I can push myself and my normal conversations, not to use these words and to find better words to express how I'm feeling and to better articulate what I want to articulate, well, there's just that's just a bonus. That's just a little bonus for Pantsy Politics. So there is something that I actually have been just like mocked for saying over and over again on Harry Potter and the Sacred Text, which is in step four of Lectio Divina, the thing I am always called to, always, 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 is to pause more. And I have been doing that podcast for eight years now. I've been saying pause more for eight years now. I think I have gotten better at pausing, and yet I still think I need to get better at pausing more. And what I love about this question is that what you are asking is to pause before saying a certain word, and you're asking potentially your kids to do that and to potentially be like, well, when you want to say to your brother, you're a fuck face, why don't you spend a second checking in with yourself and wondering what emotion you're having (laughs) and instead trying saying, I'm angry. Yeah. And if it costs you a quarter to say fuck face, that's a pause, right? You're asking them to pause. And if a man with a lot of power is trying to take something from you and you look at him and say, well, fuck you, sir, right? You're like, well, mm-hmm. I pause, I thought about it. And that that's worth more than a quarter, actually. <laughs> it's worth the quarter. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. And I think I like that. I like the pausing language because that's what I'm asking of them and myself, which is to just be more careful. Right. Bring some intention to our words. Yeah. It doesn't mean we're quitting forever, but we're going to be more careful and considerate about how and when we use them, which is how we should feel about all words, right? Right. That's the point of the pause. And I think I'm always trying to develop that muscle in myself. Like, I think that that's probably what I'm working on, too, is just continuing to pause and think, wait, is this what I want to say? And I I think that that's what I want to teach my boys, right. right, is that that skill to say, like, is this really what I want to say? Because I think for better or for worse, with in my experience, my experience cussing is that it's a little seductive. It just says fill in the gaps, fill in the gaps and figure it out as you go. Right. <laughs> like Just speak quickly, speak harshly. You'll get there. And I think as I age, what I want to do is not that I want to speak carefully. I want to speak consistently. I want to speak slowly so that I'm not just rushing in, but that I'm considering and being wise and being patient. And that's definitely what I want for them, obviously. Right. But like I said, I have to show them, not tell them. And I think that this sort of dance in my own head with cussing is about that. Yeah. And I love a rule for something like that, right? A rule can force you to pause. Mm Mm-hmm. And as someone who just keeps getting called to pause in every part of my life, I don't know, putting in speed bumps. The speed bumps are huge. The speed bumps are how I've broken up with my phone, man. Like I have like an app that makes me literally like rotate it three times before I can open Instagram or it'll just say, look in your own eyes and it'll turn the forward facing (laughs) camera on you, man. It's intense. But it works. It just has worked over time. And that I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to just follow the path of least resistance with my language or much of anything else. And so why am I doing this? What is the motive? Is the motive to, like you said, like to take power sometimes? Yeah, but is that always the right thing to do? Depends. You got to have that pause to figure it out. Right. I wonder if one of the things that you could do, Sarah, is just like add a non-swear word to the quarter list. Oh, that's interesting. Right? Like because jerk 
isn't a swear word, Jerk. right? Okay, I'm trying to think about idiot. I'm going to add idiot. Idiot gets thrown around a lot here. And I, that's the one I really dislike. Right. So it's just like derogatory name call, right? Like, it's not about the fact that it's swearing. It's about the fact that it's derogatory. Ugly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, please don't call each other names. That's good. I'm gonna, I like that. I'm going to add idiot to the list. I like that a lot. Also, I don't ever use that word, so it's an easy one for me to add. And you could just say, you know, you're not allowed to say the word mom. You have to ask for dad. You're not allowed to say the phrase mom help. It's got to be dad help. <laughs> I do that already. I do that a lot. Like, you know, there's another adult. Go find your father. Learned that one a long time ago. Good for you. Good for you. Mm-hmm. The one that I have is if they ask me to come look for something and I find it in less than two minutes, I get to keep it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, the refrain in our house is the best way to find something is to clean up. <laughs> so don't just wander around mindlessly hoping it calls out to you. Start cleaning up and you'll find it. Yep. Sarah, thank you so much. I feel like your career is helping people be more thoughtful in their lives. Oh, thank and you. so this feels like like an apt question and conversation. Well, I had a delightful time and you helped me think about this more deeply, which is the best compliment I can give you. I'm very flattered. You've been listening to Should I Quit? our latest season of The Real Question. Our show is funded through our Patreon at patreon.com slash realquestionpod. And if you want to hear Sarah and I talk at length about how hot Jeremy Allen White is, then today is the day to subscribe to our Patreon because that is going to be in our Patreon perk. If you're a regular listener, we really would love your support. Another way that you can support the show is by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening. That is free and much appreciated. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Real Question Pod. We love shouting out our BFF tier patrons, Molly Reilly, Kristen Hall, Mary Margaret, Becky Boo, Jenny Cruz, Amanda Schramm, and Shannon Chien. We are a Not Sorry production. Our executive producers are Caitlin Hoffmeister and me, Vanessa Zoltan. We are edited and produced by Ariana Nettleman. Our music is by Nick Bull, and we are distributed by Acast. A huge thanks to Sarah Stewart Holland from Pantsuit Politics for joining us today. And thanks, as always, to our amazing team, Julia Argy, Nikki Zoltan, AJ Aramas, Hannah Rehack, Margaret H. Wilson, Courtney Brown, Natalie Folkerts, Casper Turkyle, and Stephanie Paulsell. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.